Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. I'm having a little technical stuff here, so let me check and make sure no one's messing with us on the recording side. Um, Hang on a second here. And, um, oh, did you want to do, uh, no, it's okay. I, I, I can't do a visual on this computer, only audio. That's fine. The next time we can do both. Um, hang on just a second here. I'm having, here it is. Okay, hold on. We are good. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. The gremlins are out, buddy. So what are we talking about? Uh, basically the direction of the conservative movement. Tucker Carlson going to Romania and interviewing this Andrew Tate character who is, uh, really a loon. He's really out there and he has a huge following. I don't know if you, uh, studied him at all or know about that interview. Uh, and I want to talk a little more about the direction of the conservative movement, about some troublemakers that have infiltrated themselves and are starting to take things the wrong way. Okay, hang on here. Let me... Uh... Okay, so we are recording. <coughs> I'm not even getting a timing. Okay. All right. Um, let me start at the two-minute point here. That'll make it easy for me to track. And... Um... i got to turn on my Do Not Disturb... So my phone doesn't ding. Just a second. Okay. All right. Okay, let's go in uh, 10 seconds. Um, Five, four, three, two, one. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Hey, I gotta answer a question. I've been getting this a ton. Um, the Doug and Dave Intel report, where is it? Well, we did one report, uh, that we've already put out earlier in the week, but, uh, I've been on vacation. Doug has been off on assignment doing things. He was doing a self-defense training class. Um, at our good friend Bob Griswold's place in Tennessee. And so, uh, but we're hooking up this weekend. We're going to do a couple pre-records. So thank you for asking. But the, no, the Doug and Dave Intel report is not going anywhere. So anyway, that's, uh, 
uh, one piece of business I want to take care of. Our guest that we're going to be joining in just a couple of minutes is Sam Arnold. Now, normally he serves as our Latin American expert. I mean, he forgets more about Latin America than I'll ever know. And so he comes on and, and talks about that. But today we're going to really focus more on the conservative movement. And I've got some feelings about that as well, too. So I think it'll make for a very interesting show. Because where you get your news will influence what you think and ultimately how you act. And this is why I tell everybody, don't waste your time watching the mainstream media. I I used to watch it to see what the enemy's up to. There's no surprises anymore, so I don't do that. Anyway, we're coming to you from our Noble Gold Studios, and that is our sponsor here in the early part of the show. And uh, Noble Gold is someone who I trust. I'm a customer of Noble Gold. That's why when I give you the disclaimer that all investments are inherently risky and that past performance can't be indicative of future performance, I've taken that risk successfully with Noble Gold. Uh, I have uh, continued to do so. We're uh, actually doing uh, something else to shore up a couple of loose ends as economic circumstances change. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been advertising for six years for them. I've been a customer for five. I think that speaks to the veracity of the organization. And uh, what they can do is they can save your retirement. They can save your money that's in the bank. If you leave both in the bank, you're going to lose it. The Dodd-Frank Law of 2010 says that they can take the money whenever they want and that when you deposit your money or attach your retirement to your bank, you are an unsecured creditor, which means as these banks fail, as we go through a currency conversion and the recall of the dollar, which Business Insider says is coming, they will take your money to soften the fall. Don't let them do it. Let Noble Gold help you. I believe your shelf life is short. Once CBDC comes in full-fledged, game over. You won't be making any adjustments. You won't be allowed to because they will have total control. Kind of reminds me of the old Outer Limits commercial. We'll take control of your TV. We control the vertical. We control the horizontal. Welcome to the world of CBDC. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't put this off. Let me send you a free information packet. No one's going to bug you. There's no obligation. In fact, when you do a deal with Noble Gold, you have to be the one to close the deal. That's how their experts are trained. They want to pressure nobody into doing anything, and they're the lowest cost commission service out there. I know because I looked. So, how do I send this to you? All you got to do is go to DaveHodgesGold.com. DaveHodgesGold.com. Uh, put in your name, your email, and we'll send that right over to you. And there's a number on there for you to call if you have questions. And when you're ready to get started, the number is also valid to place your order. And they will consult with you, too. If you go and say, hey, I have these needs. Here's my situation. You're not getting a call center. You're getting an expert when you call in. DaveHodgesGold.com. Well, as I said, Sam Arnold is our Latin American expert. But we're going to prevail upon his opinion because he's part of the mainstream media. Excuse me, the alternative media um, and uh, he's formed some opinions and observations that we're going to talk about here and this is something we're going to hit a topic here today with Andrew Tate and related issues that I don't think you're seeing a lot of discussion about on the internet or alternative media so I think this will be valuable Sam welcome to the show broadcasting to us as usual from Mexico glad to see our sound quality is good where do you want to start with this topic I actually want to start with one high-energy point on Latin America, if we can. Sure. Uh, because what we're going to get into is some spiritual issues that are very seriously affecting the direction of the conservative movement and the alternative news. And as a preacher, it's kind of a little heavy to move into that. So uh, let's, just, let's just do a quick cast. The president-elect of Paraguay, 
is in Taiwan right now, all week. And here's why that is so important. You know, this is one of the hot spots where conflict, conflict could just pop and go global into World War III at any point. Taiwan only has 13 allies in the world, nations that recognize them and not red China. Of those 13, most of them are islands, so they have the same problems as Paraguay. You know, they don't have space for agriculture, extensive mining, extensive populations that can that can be uh, utilized or hired for, for inexpensive labor. So they have very few continental allies, like Belize in Central America, Guatemala in Central America. Guatemala is the biggest nation in Central America, the largest economy and the largest geographically. So that conservative-led government is helping Taiwan a lot. But Paraguay is triple the size of Guatemala. And so Taiwan, you, you won't see this in the news, but Taiwan was really biting their nails when the election was going on in Paraguay. Nobody was sure which way it would go. And the leftist candidate said, he campaigned, saying, we are going to break ties with Taiwan, we're going to cozy up to China, and they'll buy all the beef and soy that we can produce, and it'll be great. Of course, that would have led them down the red road. And so it's very critical that this alliance has continued. This is Taiwan's lifeline economically. And that's why President-elect San, President Santi Pena is in Taiwan all week long. The Taiwanese are breathing a rare sigh of relief that they're going to continue their alliance with this government. Why is it important to them? Is it because of semiconductors? Because as a nation, listen, we Americans, we're accustomed to having all the land in the world. We've got deserts we can mine. We've got mountains. We've got forests with wildlife. We can cultivate and cut all the timber we want. It's a renewable resource. But an island nation does not have that. And Taiwan is an island. The Republic of China, free China, is an island. And there's 24 million people on it. Japan has enough problems. And it's a lot bigger than Taiwan. They have to import so much petroleum, uh, raw materials, metals. You know, there's no place to mine. And so that's why the continental allies are absolutely critical. And out of all of them, this is the biggest one. And so they've moved into their third consecutive conservative presidency, kind of a shock to the Latin American world. And they're going to continue trading with Taiwan. Paraguay is still a small nation. It's a landlocked nation. It's got some problems. The full download is on my radio show, Living by the Sword. You can look that up at gospelgunslingers.com. There's a button that will take you right to the MP3, and it, we just, we will discuss it more. But it's, it's critical for their survival economically and militarily that they keep, keep these allies. And out of all of them, this is far and away the largest and most important one. Okay. Um, why is Paraguay in running in opposition to the rest of Latin America, able to maintain its uh, political independence and be free from the clutches of communism? Well, the accusation is that they are they're a Bush satellite state, that they're a neoliberal state and a, and a duckling under the wings of the USA. And their flag is red, white, and blue. So the U.S. influence is, is clear. And again, there's, there's more about that on my radio show. But the, the, what the world says is that this is a U.S. satellite. And there's some evidence to support that. The Bushes allegedly own millions of acres in Paraguay. But at the same time, uh, 
there are indicators that it is the strongest democracy in uh, South America at this point, Paraguay and Uruguay. Small nations, not very many inhabitants, a little bit backward. They recruit Americans to come there for jobs, too, I know. Um, I actually received an invitation to come teach English. Maybe we need to take a field trip. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not so sure my wife would be on board with that. You know, the closest I ever came to going international is when um, the New Zealand uh, uh, under-18 basketball program contacted me, and they said, we're looking for a shooting coach. Would you like to come do a couple years? And we actually talked about it. Uh, you'll, you'll love how this story ends, though, Sam. But uh, and you know, and I've done that similar thing at like UCLA, University of Indiana, and and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's what I had a reputation for. And someone recommended me to them, and uh, they did a couple checks, and they said, "Yeah, we talked to so and so and so and so, and we're really interested." And so I said, "Sure." So I filled out some preliminary paperwork, and then I got an email. We're sorry, Mr. Hodges, we have to rescind our interest in you. Members of our government feel you're too controversial to come to our country. Uh-huh. Well, someone's listening. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I think this this did precede Lucinda, you know, the evil witch who ran the country during COVID. Um, yeah, and I thought, well, okay, gee, I thought New Zealand was independent at that time. I guess I thought wrong. And uh, at that time, I'd never said anything negative about New Zealand. That didn't start until Lucinda took over. But uh, I thought you'd find that interesting. But the Paraguay thing is fascinating to me. Um, the country is interesting. Um, let's talk about a similar name phonetically, Uruguay. I've always been fascinated by Uruguay, too. How do they sit politically? They have a conservative president. Exactly. They like him. And, and, and this is the first one in Paraguay, in Uruguay, excuse me. Luis Lacalle Pau is the president. On his way to the presidency, one of the things he was famous for is getting on a, getting in a fist fight on the floor of the parliament. So who, who wouldn't vote for a guy that would knock out the other, uh, the communists? I really like him. Uruguay is so small. Three million inhabitants. A lot of African blood is in Uruguay still, which is part of the reason that they're really known for their carnivals. You know, those Catholic festivals around the Mardi Gras and that spring season. They really go wild. And they're famous for that throughout the world. But most important... I don't know, the agricultural side is very important, too. But most important, I'm going to say, is the port of Montevideo. Mm -hmm. And that's where Trump staged out of. If you go watch the very first lessons in my uh, now over 500 lesson series, Bible Verse of the Day for Gospel Gunslingers, the original 99 are on YouTube. And Trump was landing in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. And when Trump landed in Buenos Aires to meet the world leaders, there was actually an earthquake within an hour. And the whole city shook. And this is the Paris of the Americas, Buenos Aires, Argentina. But where Trump staged out of to go into Argentina was right across the mouth of the famous River Plate in Montevideo, Uruguay. And there were aircraft and everything that staged out of there to protect Trump when he went in. And so those two nations, Argentina and uh, 
Uruguay have been deeply divided at points, and this is one of those points. Even though they're neighbors and they share a lot of things, Argentina is totally communist, and Uruguay, even though they have less than a tenth of the population, is this little bastion of freedom with agricultural production and and indispensable ports. And outside of that port began World War II in the Atlantic. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. The Americans really thought that they were insulated from World War, and then boom, the British task force caught up with the Graf Spee commerce raider outside of Montevideo, Uruguay, and they hammered it out. The wreck of the Graf Spee is still outside of Montevideo and still in the news, if you can believe it. But it's just kind of a reminder that our oceans will, did not protect us last time and how much the world has changed in uh, 80, 90 years. War will touch the Americas and uh, the Grafsby is just a reminder of that. Uh, yeah, before we go to mainstream media, what's going on there in the conservative movement, let's talk about uh, Latin America. You said war will come to the Americas. I don't need any convincing it's coming to our country. How will this war affect 
Central and South America, and will they actually become a threat in an, uh, to the U.S. and an ally of China? Much of it already is. There is internal conflict within these nations. We saw five months ago the guy stick a gun in the face of Christina Fernandez and Kirchner, the, act, the vice president and twice ex-president, the, the original Madame president of uh our age, I would say, and good friend of Hillary Clinton. And so there, there is a grassroots rebellion, but what's concerning is how many nations are already firmly in the hand of China. And that's why Mexico is so important, because Mexico has a free government at this point. They're trying to steal it. Believe it or not, Dave, they're trying to put Cabeza de Vaca in the presidency of Mexico. Now, for those who are... No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to have you explore that. I want to make sure I heard you correctly. Cabeza de Vaca, the criminal from the northern state in Mexico, uh, organized crime, drug trafficking, facilitation of massive illegal immigration to the U.S., that Cabeza de Vaca? Yes, this, the fugitive ex-governor who left the country and the nation illegally before his mandate or his term expired, 48 hours before he disappeared, and then he pops up, of all places, at the Houston Rodeo and Livestock Show in Texas. And so he is, he is uh, unabashedly being protected by the globalist governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. You know they just impeached Ken Paxton, one of the one of the few patriots that was high up in the Texas government. Right, the att- attorney general. Yeah, they sent him out on, ran him out on a rail, and and why? Because the Bush family and the CIA, George, they're deeply entrenched there in Texas. George P. Bush is still the Texas land commissioner, an extremely powerful and lucrative office, and so those troublemakers. And this is neoliberalism. This is from the Republican Party. It's from the American right, where they send out their companies above the law and make banana republics and invade other nations. And it is it is coming back with a vengeance. And yes, Dave, there is a very strong movement to make Cabeza de Vaca the president of Mexico. A very strong movement. It's not to be trifled with, because all the power of the CIA, the American deep state, and of course all the Democrats are down, all of them are fine with having any any color criminal in the the, the governing Palacio del Gobierno, the government palace of Mexico. So yes, the Mexican election is coming up next year. The campaign season, the pre campaigns are going on. I go see candidates from time to time as they speak here and there. But the the, the big elephant in the room is they're trying to make Cabeza de Vaca the president of Mexico. And where we began is Mexico is the democracy. Mexico is so much bigger than Guatemala, Paraguay, so many more inhabitants, so much more economic power and clout in the world. And it's, it's, it's really disturbing that there's an attack to try to take Mexico down, but not at all surprising. Latin America is, tr- they're, they're trying to fight for their life. They've kind of woken up to the fact that this is for all the marbles, something that Americans still haven't gotten a hold of, and I'm a little disappointed about that. Well, America's behind the curve on every form of rebellion right now. If the stuff that's going on today would have surfaced in the 60s, we'd already be in a civil war. 
Absolutely, absolutely. All those Korea vets, they would have, they would have, they would have been stacking long ago. This is really a good place to move into our main topic because the Sound of Freedom movie is is staged in crimes. The uh, the scenery of it, it's set in Latin America, that in faraway jungles are where these crimes have have been confronted and taken place. And I, I have to admit that I haven't seen that movie. I have to wait till the Russians upload it because I'm not in the USA. I can't just walk down to the theater and buy my ticket. So uh, forgive me on that point, but this is supposed to be something of a wake-up call to Americans that there is horrific crime in our hemisphere. And at the same time, there are some problems with it because when we take the, the biggest duck in the pond, and don't talk about it, well, that's the elephant in the room. Just to mix metaphors a little, we're going to discuss a little the Tucker Carlson interview where Tucker went to Romania to meet with this personality, Andrew Tate, uh, presumably in his home because he's on house arrest and that's the only place that he's allowed. And there was a huge gorilla statue, very central, on a table, between the two of them. This was the scenery in the background. And so there's a gorilla in the room. There's an elephant in the room. And it's so convenient to not talk about it. I think that we need to. I think that we as conservatives, people that are already awake, we need to acknowledge that our movement and be warned that there is an attempted hijack of our movement. I forget about it the hijack of the Mexican presidency and putting in a known criminal. This is happening within our conservative movement. Even as people are starting to talk about sex trafficking, the conversation is leading away from the vine of Sodom, the red herring, the principal subject, and the one who's always been guilty. And let me just throw one more thing on the table, and then uh, you can take your pick of how and when we go forward. Another ridiculous topic that has come up out of this is the idea of Obama being the Antichrist or of Obama being the potentate. All right, he's one, but the idea that that he is the one at all the levers of power and that he will literally take the seat of the biblical Antichrist, this is a ridiculous, unbiblical doctrine and all of the founders of the, the the Christian churches, the Christian denominations that have endured for a century or more would be rolling in their graves that we have forgotten what they clearly taught is the seed of Antichrist. And now we've excused that. And all of a sudden, we're looking for uh, people like Obama to, to fulfill that role. Yeah, I, I don't think Obama is the Antichrist, but he certainly could serve on his staff. It's, well, definitely he's on his staff, but this doctrine is out there, and I want to tell the viewers where it comes from, because it's to conceal the hand of the guilty parties. Okay. So where do you want to go? You want to go to the interview first? Yeah, well, let's 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 go to the interview. I think that's intriguing. Okay, uh, if you don't know who Andrew Tate is, he was the most Google person in the world at one time. Uh, he was he's a fabulously wealthy. He's a martial artist. And 
Dave, you and I are martial artists. Uh, I, I respect people that are skilled in the martial arts or, and have uh, made their name in the martial arts, and, and he's certainly done that. He was light heavyweight world champion for a time. His brother is also a champion. He has kind of become a super influencer where young men especially look up to him as a god. They look up to him as a guru and as a as a leader, as a self-help. Uh, I think guru is really the best word. And after this interview, t- okay, so here's the big interview. Tucker Carlson has only broadcast occasionally since his departure from Fox News. And there are contractual issues with him broadcasting and some other things. And I really appreciate Tucker Carlson. What Tucker did, and this really floored me, because it was a big deal, even when he was at Fox News, for somebody to get an invitation onto his show. What he did is he flew to Romania, presumably with a crew, with a team, and went to Andrew Tate's home and interviewed him. Andrew Tate has been for 90 days in a Romanian dungeon, charged with sex trafficking. So as we're talking about the sound of freedom and the idea of sex trafficking, right at the same time, Andrew Tate is arrested for that. He's put in prison for 90 days, and he's probably a billionaire. His wealth is fabulous. I learned watching this this interview. He is a hundred or a thousand times richer than I thought he was. And he has, he has claimed at, in times past where he would speak freely to have made his money in porn and in cam girls. So this is what he was doing in Eastern Europe and all of that's known. It's not under contention that he made a lot of money making and distributing and, and uh, online pornography and live camera girl performances. Whether he made all of his money that way is up in the air, and this is one of the questions. And this is where I would really like to begin, is with my comment on the YouTube video and my tweet. Compare and contrast Keith Rainieri of Nexium with Andrew Tate. How are they alike? How are they different? Keith Rainieri was a cult leader. Uh... Andrew Tate, maybe only a self-help guru. Keith Rainieri was finally convicted and imprisoned for 120 years. Andrew Tate has only been accused. Keith Rainieri was renting a lavish and, and, and fabulously expensive villa on the Sea of Cortez, the Gulf of California, in Mexico, where he lived with all of the beautiful women that were had come to the highest level of the cult, which meant that he was the only one that could sleep with them. And Andrew Tate is arrested at his vast villa in Romania, where he's lived for seven years but has not learned to speak the language, surrounded by his, uh, his kittens, his Charlie's Angels. And so there are a great deal of similarities. The control that Andrew Tate has uh, exercised over the women that are close to him is is phenomenal. And Keith Rainier, of course, has finally came out in court, was burning. He was he was uh, branding his initials on the private parts of the women 
that were at the highest levels of the cult. Yes, they have his initials burned on underneath of their bikini bottoms. And so it's time to consider whether Andrew Tate is exactly what he has been accused of being or whether he's a persecuted person. And I'm just absolutely shocked that Tucker not only had him on his show, but that he went to Romania to interview him in front of the gorilla statue. That's that's just shocking to me. There are two Congress people in the South of Texas that are extremely uh, valid and have worked very hard for Trump and our movement. One is Myra Flores. Of course, she was gerrymandered out of her district, so she's no longer an active congresswoman. And the other is Michael Cloud. When you get up to Victoria, Texas, and what's that famous uh, town on the coast that everybody goes to? Corpus Christi. Yeah, Corpus Christi, right. That's District 27, and that's Michael Cloud's district. Michael Cloud and I actually attended Oral Roberts University together at the same time. So he, he ran cross-country to put himself through college at the Christian University that I also attended at the same time. I really like Michael Cloud. He's a tremendous voice for conservatism, gun rights. He's married to a Hispanic woman, and so he has a, a, a Hispanic American home and family. And so he's a tremendous voice within the Trump-supporting Republican movement for fair and just and right Hispanic relations and immigrant relations, while at the same time not allowing ourselves to be invaded. But when he speaks, when he tweets something, sometimes he gets no retweets at all. Sometimes five or ten or a successful tweet will go maybe 20 tweets. Myra Flores, thousands. I love Myra Flores. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I love her, too. But do you know why she gets a hundred times the traction in the media? Because Tucker Carlson. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Invited her on. Exactly. This is this is the kingmaker that Tucker is. And for him to put Andrew Tate on the map under the, under the guise that it's likely that he's falsely accused, it's a, it's a major misstep. And our, our time on this interview will not permit me to go into how deviant Andrew Tate is. It, Tucker asked him, what did you do in prison? And he said, I read the Koran. Read the Koran? Okay. He's a raging heathen, but later reports say that he is completely Islamic, that he is, that he's, that he totally is a Muslim. And that's part of the reason that, that he uh, doesn't have the typical Judeo-Christian respect for women. That's just one thing. Another thing is that he's a crusader against what he calls MGM, male genital mutilation. And it's not grand. Not at all. That's what he says. Now, what they're talking about is the biblical right of circumcision. 
something that is really a sticky issue for believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, which is why our forefathers made common in these United States the practice of circumcising boys when they were infants, uh, which is what the law of Moses says, that a male child is to be circumcised on the eighth day, something that's been scientifically proven as the peak of antibody production in that male infant. So uh, he's a crusader against this and says that it shouldn't happen and it's it, it's not common in Europe and other places and the United States is just a backward place that doesn't understand nature. So that's just one of his pet uh, topics that he's a real crusader on is that young male infants should not be circumcised. Totally unbiblical. Okay, we've we've established the fact that Tate is Muslim, not Christian. His worldview separates, uh, I believe, him from the welfare of America. Uh, why would Tucker give him airtime? He shouldn't have. But here's why: because there's an infiltration of our Christian movement. There's an infiltration of the core of conservative news. And that's why these deceptions are being put off on us. I'm sure that the magic was very strong and the temptation was powerful. You want to know what I believe? I believe Alex Jones vouched for him to Tucker because they talk from time to time. And Alex Jones has not only had Tucker host his show on the main info, excuse me, Alex has had Tate, Andrew Tate, host InfoWars. So... It was Alex that gave him a big media platform a couple years ago. And I was shocked when this happened. But why Alex is is uh, under the sway of this right now is because, even though I've warned him not to do it for five years, he's finally completely put in his lot with Rodney Howard Brown, the guy. Oh, I know. I know who that is. Okay. Let me tell the audience just a little bit. Rodney Howard Brown is a South African who is now a U.S. citizen. Uh, he came to Oral Roberts University when I was there. It might have been the semester before Michael Cloud started, but I'll bet Michael Cloud even saw Rodney Howard Brown come and preach in Christ Chapel at Oral Roberts University. There were prophecies over the life of Oral Roberts that he would go after the world. It did not occur in his lifetime, but in his son's lifetime. And the very first semester that Richard Roberts took over the headship of the university, he invited in the false evangelist Rodney Howard Brown with his ridiculous laughing revival. And I'm just going to tell your audience very briefly three major movements that Rodney Howard Brown ruined. One is this Oral Roberts University, the last and greatest of Christian universities, at a time when so many dedicated Bible schools had gone after the world, Oral Roberts was still powerful. And uh, there were old teachers there in the 90s that had been with Oral under the healing tents decades before. And what finally ruined all that? Rodney Howard Brown and his laughing revival. Also, the Toronto Airport Church revival. Rodney Howard Brown went up there. That was a legitimate move of God that was started by Randy Clark. And, and, and 
I know the people that were involved in the prophecies that, that that would break out before it even happened. Randy Clark was an unknown evangelist, a disciple of John Wimber and pastored one of Wimber's vineyard churches. And it, the man of God came to him and said, you need to go out and do the work of, of an apostle. Well, he turned his church over to his lieutenant, his assistant pastor, and started to go preach it itinerantly. And that's when revival broke out in Toronto at what has, at the Arnas, uh, uh, church in, in Toronto, Canada. Very soon after the start of that revival, Rodney Howard Brown showed up and ruined the whole thing. And they stopped calling it the Vineyard. It was a Vineyard church under John Wimber's headship in the 90s when the revival broke out. People called it the Barnyard because people were on all fours barking like dogs and saying that it was the Holy Ghost. John Wimber actually pulled Pastor Arnott's credentials over that. But it was really Rodney Howard Brown that ruined it. And not only that, Rodney Howard Brown's doctrine came to Mexico. I went to an event in Ciudad Victoria, Tamaulipas, in 1998, where all the missionaries living on the foreign field were invited, all expenses paid, to this conference. And the the core of the conference, after a few days of worship, the core subject came up at this conference that we really needed to all follow the laughing doctrine of Rodney Howard Brown. And do you know what? So many missionaries that were on the field in Mexico went after that. And because of that, Mexico descended into being a kleptocracy controlled by the wicked and and the drug dealers and corrupt politicians like Faisal Ebaca. It had to begin with the preachers falling into error. And so the guy that has such a track record of absolutely destroying every true move of God that he's come around, and not only being guilty of that, uh, there being signs that he came in for that purpose, to infiltrate and, and, and emulate and join to, and then finally, like a virus, destroy the host. This is Rodney Howard Brown. He's done it again and again, and... This is why for five years, I was at that conference in Sinbad, Victoria in 1998. I was at Oral Roberts University in 1993. I was out at all of the churches that were part of the Toronto circuit during that mid-period of the 90s. I was right there when it all happened. And this is why I've been warning Alex for five years. And I've written reports about this to stay away from Rodney Howard Brown. And this is why I finally, according to Matthew 18, have to air out to the world. Because I've advised all the people around him. This is how you handle disputes. You go to people personally, and then you take two or three others. And then, if they hear not, this is when we go public. This is when we broadcast things on our worldwide radio shows. And I'm really disappointed that Alex Jones went against that advice and went and spent 10 days in Tampa, Florida, at Rodney Howard Brown's River Church and his River University, which is ostensibly training up young Christian people to go into the world into politics. The guy is absolutely of a wrong spirit. I'm not against the joy of the Lord, but let me tell you, this guy has a Luciferian angel. And now he won't talk about armed revolt, but... During the Trump presidency, he did. He advocated for armed revolt when there were COVID lockdowns. 
And I called him out on that and suggested that he be stripped of his citizenship and deported from the United States for inciting an armed revolt against our Trump presidency. And he actually, he actually did that. So, uh, this is why, this is why there's a wrong turn in the conservative movement today because of the infiltration. Do you know who Rodney Howard Brown's co-author is in his famous book, The Killing of Uncle Sam, that Alex Jones has sold a gazillion of? His co-author is Paul L. Williams, who is an instructor at the Jesuit Scranton University. This is one of the 28 Jesuit colleges and universities in the United States of America. It's part of the vine of Sodom. After he wrote this book, the Pennsylvania, Scranton is in Pennsylvania, the uh, Pennsylvania Penn State and Catholic priests abuser trial broke out in Pennsylvania. And hundreds of Catholic priests were implicated by credible victims, over 1,000 victims whose identity was known. And that trial washed right up to the doorstep of Scranton University, where Paul L. Williams teaches at that Jesuit school. Now, they keep separate, separate records because the Archdiocese keeps one set of records and the Jesuit institution keeps another set of records. But still, even though the court did not break through that barrier and get the records from Jesuit Scranton University, they still implicated three priests from Scranton University in that trial. And this person is Rodney Howard Brown's co-author of The Killing of Uncle Sam. And so this book is supposed to be this patriotic book that tells all about America and what's wrong with America. What is wrong with America is that the vine of Sodom is deeply entrenched. And we're talking about Rome. All, if you are a Christian, the founder of your denomination, Methodism, Baptism, the Churches of England, the, 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 the Knoxes, the, all of the great revivalists and founders of Christian denominations all agreed on one point in the 1600s, 1700s, and 1800s that the seat of the Antichrist is Rome and is the Church of Rome. Now, if you're out there listening and you've been a follower of that church, just like with Islam, there's grace for you. There is opportunity to be obedient to the command of John the Revelator and to come out of her, my people, and to partake not of her judgments. You won't receive of her judgments. The door is open, but there is a need to come out of her. And this is what's very entrenched in the United States right now, and it's making, it's really making its move. It's like, it's like on the horse race track. A horse will break and then uh, make a sprint for the finish line. And that's what the Catholic Church is doing today. And moving to the Sound of Freedom movie, everybody in that is either a very seriously ardent, devout Catholic, or in the Mormon Church, which has been accused of, and I believe, is a satellite of the Roman Church. Tim Ballard is Mormon. The, the Attorney General that goes out on these busts in the movie, in different movies that, that uh, Ballard has made, is the Attorney General of Utah. The so-called pastor in 
Haiti, whose child was abducted and was gone for three years before they finally got him back. This was a Mormon missionary who was working a stake in Utah. I think we've all had our communities invaded by these stakes. What's funny about them is if you drive by what's called the stake or the, the central Mormon uh, church in your community, they'll have about 20 lightning rods on top. They put so many lightning rods on them, it's unbelievable. You wonder, they must have had some experiences, a lot of buildings destroyed by lightning. I've never seen so many lightning rods in my life. It's on top of the, the Mormon stake in this or that town. They all have them. So this is what we're seeing. Uh, Jim Caviezel, Mel Gibson, uh, Verastigi, it's something very similar. I'm sorry for mispronouncing the producer's name of The Sound of Freedom. But those are all devout, devout Catholics. A lot of them pre-Vatican II Catholics. They believe in the Latin Mass. They believe the Catholic Church never should have embraced at all the, uh, the, the rest of Christianity. They want it to go back to the way that it was during the thousand-year reign, the dark ages of the Catholic Church. So this is the danger that we're up against, is that the, the power of Antichrist, the power of ecumenicalism that would sweep all of Christianity back into bondage to Rome, is right now very active in the conservative movement. And who's been swept into it? Alex Jones, hanging out with Rodney Howard Brown, who himself is a false prophet with a Luciferian angel whose co-author is a Jesuit from Scranton University. And now, I fear Tucker Carlson. I hope that Tucker comes out and distances himself from this situation, because right now, and, and I've been involved in a lot of prosecutions, whether it's only ecumenical within the church of people being involved in wrong activity, or whether it's a legal prosecution, and when there are dark forces involved, Dave, when there's magic and devil worship involved, which is what makes the cartels go around and, and tick, is their devil worship. When that's involved, everybody looks like such a good guy. Oh, I'm a good guy. They just hate me because I'm so good looking and my abs are so tight and because chicks dig me so much because I got cool cars. This is what everybody says. You know who just got out of jail and hit the news this week? Allison Mack. The, the actress who was in the Smallville series, and she was very high up next, right next to Keith Rainieri. She did her three years in prison, and she got out this week. And everybody's talking about it, because one thing that happened in court is the accusers testified against her and said, you're just as bad as Rainieri. You need to go to jail forever. You need to never get out. Every wicked thing that he did, you were right there. He gets 120 years, and you get a slap on the wrist. That's not right, and the victim said that they wanted more penalty. But here's the problem. Without her turning state's evidence, they never would have gotten the conviction. She is the first one. She's the one that broke from the pack, that broke from the mind control and the programming and came out and finally told the real dirt about what Rainieri was up to. And that's why she got a light prison sentence. She'll still probably never get her career back. She's coming out 40 years old. She's been in jail for three years. 
she may not get back into Hollywood. It it may be over for her as a starlet. Nevertheless, she did a good deed in, in turning him in. But this is what the case has always looked like. Oh, there's nothing going wrong. We just believe our religious beliefs. This is what Keith Rainieri said. It's, oh, no, we tell people how to have an abundant life and a prosperous life. We teach the principles. We teach them how to believe in themselves. He was a self-help guru and cult leader until one person turned state's evidence. And so Tucker Carlson interviews Andrew Tate right before someone close to him pops out of the programming, comes all in in the game to prosecute him and put a stake in his heart. And that's all it will take, I believe, because I understand and recognize the spiritual forces that are work at work in the life of someone like Andrew Tate. And it's not God. It is not God at all. Okay, so let's let's put a bow around this part. Um, what's the threat to America from Andrew Tate? The threat to America from Andrew Tate is the undermining of our historical values of Christianity. And what is especially dangerous at this time, everyone listening knows that the United States has spent 32 years and trillions of dollars in the sandbox. Why has that happened? Because right now we have a one-world religion of Chrislam, and the United States military has been deceived by the papacy into subjugating by force every Arab nation that would not go along and unite with the Catholic Church. This is what the sandbox wars have all been about. And right now, we have Chrislam, and nobody's broadcast more on that than you, Dave, but I just want to show that it's in the Bible right here. Can I read a couple verses? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this is Second Thessalonians 2, 6, and 7. And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. So this is talking about the revelation of Antichrist. Antichrist will be revealed in his, in his time, but there's something that holds him back from doing that across the, the many centuries. And then verse 7 says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth, so see, this is the withholding force again, will let, will withhold, until he be taken out of the way. Now, I know a lot of people are familiar with this verse and been told that it means one thing, but I'd like to give you an alternative perspective on it. That this verse refers to Daniel 11.6, and I'll just turn there and read this. Daniel 11 is narrated by the angel Gabriel. It is a, a unique and interesting chapter in the Bible that talks about ongoing wars across centuries. And we know that Islam doesn't go back to the time of Christ, only to 600 and some A.D. But before that, these people were there, these sons of Ishmael and of Esau and the vast nations that were descended from them, according to Bible promises. So here is a promise that they would war, that the north of Africa would war against Europe. And that's the king of the south and the king of the north. And then here in verse 6, Daniel eleven six, and this is the one that I want to draw your attention to. And the end of years they shall join themselves together. 
So this is the prophecy that Islam would be at war with Catholicism for centuries. That the pan-Arabic empires from before the time of the Lord Jesus, including Hannibal, coming into Iberia and invading Rome, he worked for the king of Tyre. And the city of Tyre, you can almost look across. It's just a little over a 100 miles across from there to the Italian peninsula and the city of Rome. So this is the king of the south, the pan-Arabic empires, and the king of the north has always been the popes of Rome from the time that Rome was a, was a secular power before Jesus Christ. So right now we're seeing the fulfillment of this astounding prophecy that every time across the centuries that Rome would make a bid for world domination or even domination of Jerusalem, who would fight them? The Arabs. The, that, the Hamites, the, the, uh, the pan Arab nations of the world. And right now they've finally buried the hatchet. Thanks to whom? To Uncle Sam. To the trillions of dollars and U.S. military power that crushed nation after nation. Gaddafi was going to stand up against this. Saddam Hussein was going to stand up against this. Afghanistan was was going into the Russian orbit. It, it, it absolutely could not have been allowed. So it, all of those nations had to be crushed. Even after the Russians left Afghanistan, they had a very hard line Islamic government that was not going to go along with the Pope and with Chrislam. They were not going to do it. The whole, the whole reason that the Americas were invaded in 1492, quote, quote, discovered, was that that was the end of eight centuries of war with the Moors. So going back from 1400 AD to 600 AD, there were wars between the north of Africa and the Middle East and the kings of Rome. When they finally had respite from that, that's when the New World was invaded and raided for all of its gold, and the Pope made his big bid for world domination, starting in 1492. And even so, when the when the Italians and the uh, Spanish and the Portuguese came to America, they still had so much Moorish blood. That's why those nations are uh, darker-skinned people than uh, the rest of Europe. Is because of all of those centuries of conflict and uh, the, the Moorish blood coming into those places. So I just like to warn America and the world that the Antichrist is about to rise, not out of Barack Obama, but the uh, out of the out of the Church of Rome. This is where all the founders of your Christian denomination said that Antichrist would rise from. It is only through a many decades long process of uh, brainwashing that we have forgotten that obvious truth. And th- uh, Dave, people, people, preachers had to teach me about that on the mission field. No, Sam, this is talking about the Church of Rome. Who do you think your forefathers fled from? Who do you think your forefathers fled from? From the iron grip of Rome in Europe. And even though that England was the first Christian nation and the first Protestant nation and the first king to stand up against the Pope, still, in 150 years, it had become very much like the papacy. But while we put King George's image on 
the United States uh, revolt from Britain, it, it really didn't start that way. Really, the, the papacy was behind it, as well as the Civil War and every real existential conflict that the United States has ever had. The papacy was always behind it, and the papacy is behind it right now. And that's why they're putting forward these troublemakers like Andrew Tate. They're putting them forward to be the evangelists. It's a good question. Sam, we got to move this to a conclusion because I, I want you to go on with the details because this is a direct threat and the media is embracing Tate. What's the danger to America that we could sum up a takeaway point for the audience? Let's get back to the faith of our fathers. Let's get back to true Christianity. Let's get back to... Uh, Letting the Spirit of God be our healer and our empowering force. Hey, it's work for me facing off alone against thousands of drug dealers and cartel members right in their home court. Let's return to the Lord. Let's return to the Lord right now and not go after the Catholicism, the Mormonism, the, uh, the shenanigans that are out there right now. We have to s- sincerely embrace the faith of our fathers because they're trying to control the narrative, even about the crimes of sex trafficking, which is yeah, very true. real. That's true. You're absolutely right about that. In fact, uh, the Breger report that you and I should be talking about at a different time uh, highlights the criminal cartel Chinese-backed influence with politicians all the way down to the county and city level, not to mention uh, Congress and, of course, the White House. Sam, tell people how they can follow you pretty quickly here, please. GospelGunslingers.com GospelGunslingers on Twitter, on YouTube. I want to be your pastor and your missionary. Reach out to me. Send me a message. I've got a contact box right there. Let me know how you are. Give me a prayer request. I'd like to stand with you. Okay, sounds very good. Sam, we've got to catch up with each other with regard to what I just brought up at the end, but I want to thank you for bringing this message forward because, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first part of the great deception, and uh, there's no question you're being led down the primrose path. And uh, you've got to stay in prayer and stay in the faith, or you're going to be deceived. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Sam, thank you for coming on. God bless you, Dave. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. 
And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground, will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.